Hello, this is Austin from the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hey, this is Susan Egan, Broadway's original Belle in Beauty and the Beast and the voice of Megara in Disney's Hercules. And you're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with Wonder Boys, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. And they are a real slice. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of... The Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! The Magic Our Way podcast! They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRway.com is where you can find us for this episode. We are continuing Professor X's series with the Ghosts of Christmas Present. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in our discussion, we have a resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. Sup, dude? Sad with you. Not much, bruh. What's going on with you and your peoples? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. What's up? All that. His house. What? Whose house? Ron's house. There it is. Oh, speaking <laughs> of into his house... That voice you just heard is our resident travel agent for Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy T.A., Lee Lasavica, and I can reach out and touch him. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the full service, Lee. You're here in person. Six foot rule. Ke- Kevin sees Lee, and it's like, oh, it's, look, it's the Pillsbury Doughboy. I bet you if I just poke him in the <laughs> belly, he'll go. <laughs> I'm like an Oreo. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> good to be here. Good to be here. Yeah, been welcome a while, back. It's man. been a while. I don't remember. I think it was the beginning of the year is the last it, time you were in It's been studio. a while, man. I mean, maybe January, I think, was the last time I was in town. I, and I think you're right. We've been through a lot since then. And I know. And we spared no expense on dinner. I know, make man. Sure. I made the rounds this week. I went to Bond Me Boys. Mm-hmm. I went to Acropolis. Mm-hmm. Went to Firehouse Subs. So, yeah, my, my New Orleans uh, tour Experience? is complete. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Your Metri tour. Cool. Metro. I was yeah. in Kenner most of the time, so that'll tell you, tell you what that's about. <laughs> that's right, Kenner. Even, yeah, the, even the Chick-fil-A in Kenner sucks. It's, oh. like, it's not a good place if you want to find, you know, a good chicken signing. Oh, cool. <laughs> and look, uh, also on today's show, we have, once again, our longtime weekend listener X, Keith, on our show, now known as Professor X. How you doing, sir? Hey, guys. How are you? I'm feeling left out. I'm not in New Orleans with you. Mm-hmm. Well, come on down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the garage. It's been a while for you too. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm stuck being quarantined for 14 days, so uh, might be a little bit. Oh, you got the COVID? No, I'm. Uh, I went out of state and came back into Pennsylvania, and now I'm quarantined. Where'd oh. you go? Uh, Delaware. Oh, so well, that's a problem. Over. <laughs> you know Delaware, how they are over there. That's a real hot spot yeah. here. You gotta watch out for those Delawareans. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Delawareans. That's <laughs> that. Wonder if there's Rastafarian Delawareans. Oh, that <laughs> probably so. What if there was a Rastafarian librarian? Yeah, my librarian. Feeding the fish in her aquarium. <laughs> well, my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, it is the holiday season, and just to remind you, we do have an Amazon store in which you can buy books, movies, recording gear, pretty much anything that we would recommend. Right there on Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Magic Our Way. Today, as I stated at the top of the show, we are discussing the ghost of Christmas present. 
And I will toss it over to Keith to give you a little tease about what you're about to hear. Keith, let her rip. Well, today we're going to talk about basically anything if you fly down to Orlando right now and headed to Disney World that you can basically find in the parks with a little bit of a uh, little bit of history thrown in there and a little couple little surprises along the way as well. Excellent, man. So look, enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go discuss some Christmas present magic. Okay, gentlemen, as we continue our journey through the history of Christmas at Disney World, first let's take a step back and uh, let's think about how the parks basically get decorated for Christmas. So it used to be in the early days of Christmas decorating at Disney World, it was all done in one night. So basically Thanksgiving night would see the Magic Kingdom transferred to a place with garland post ribbons, wreaths, animated shop windows, and towering fir trees. However, as we know, basically... Christmas now starts way earlier than that, thanks to the uh, Mickey's Very Merry. So I think it's now, as soon as Halloween's over and the last pumpkin is put away, they're transferring right over to Christmas. Right after 4th of July, basically. Pretty much, yeah. I actually did a um, holiday tour in the mid-2000s, around 2005. I believe it was called Utide Splendor. And basically, they have a whole warehouse, pretty much kind of near Fort Wilderness area. And they have a whole responsible team, actually. It's called the Walt Disney World Holiday Service Team. And they're responsible for over 780 locations and 41 different properties, basically, which includes the parks, the resorts, Disney Springs, and other areas as well. And they have 119 full staff, which basically year-round staff, which basically they're constantly fixing uh, decorations that were basically broken after the holiday period and thinking of like new holiday decorations as well. And so how many staff do they have now? Five? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The holiday decorations are a little little skimpy, but... Oh, really? I heard that they were plentiful. They're not? No, I'm just... No, they're they're plentiful. Oh, good. kidding there, they just so. only have five people to do the whole job <laughs> yeah, no kidding. y'all getting overtime buddy <laughs> they, they driving over to the lows uh we need five five of you amigo 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 actually no they just grab one of those buses that they used to take people around <laughs> the, the magic express buses they're not using anymore yeah <laughs> right the ones that are sitting, sitting empty they basically just throw the holiday decorations in there and drive it on over to the parks there you go there you go Actually, it actually takes more than that. When I actually was in that warehouse, that was part of the tour, they actually had the trees basically fully assembled and basically already decorated. It's literally a matter of just taking a crane, pretty much putting it on a flatbed truck and pretty much driving it over. And then it's in the behind scenes area. And just overnight, they just erect everything. Wow. Um, wow, I'm erect. Yeah, that like getting erect overnight. <laughs> no, so how many how many people had to help you with that, Lee? Uh, just one just one little pill. One little pill is all uh, it took. Uh, oh. How many guys from Lowe's? <laughs> <laughs> mira, mira, amigo. Trabajo, trabajo. <laughs> Pelotas. Yeah. <laughs> Try behind this. So now you were actually in this warehouse, huh, Keith? Yeah. Actually it was pretty you know, it was pretty cool. Like you see the now I was there in um uh, I forget what time frame it was, but um, basically, like, everything was pretty much, they have draws and draws of just, like, you know, balls and lights and all that, and pretty much if anything breaks, they pretty much, you know, can fix it right away, and they just have everything, like, 
pretty much everything's pre almost pre-assembled and they just struck on over you know pretty much when the holiday is ready to start yeah i mean remember we did a show on that the one of the oh we haven't released that show yet the weird jobs of disney oh that's true yeah, we, yeah that's, that, right. that's in the well, bank future yeah. show now yeah and uh so it's one of those things where there's one person that's their main job is to do all buy all the supplies that they need to to do all the christmas that's, that's pretty awesome yeah that's a pretty cool job. Now, now, Keith, uh, uh, we know of the time of year that this takes place, right? When that transition takes place, because, and you were down there for a specific reason, which we had you on the show before. Why? Why would you have been down there? Well, I was basically visiting the parks, you know, during experiencing during the Disney magic. What time of year? Well, it it was it was. During Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. (laughs) they still had had trees and stuff in the warehouses because they don't like they're decorated. They don't. Everything doesn't happen like overnight. Like it used to. It seems like it. Well, Epcot kind of starts their celebration a little bit because of food and wine. But it's I think it's slowly by slowly. They kind of keep decorating. And then um, like, you know, one resort might get decorated first and then kind of another resort. And speaking of resorts, have you guys ever been down to the parks during the holidays? And have you ever purposely went to a resort just to check out the holiday decoration? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. To your point, though, I was going to say, yeah, the contemporary... We were there two days before Thanksgiving, and they already had that giant gingerbread, the you know the small world thing that they have up there where they sell gingerbread out of. That was already there. I remember traveling to the parks during Thanksgiving because I used to do that every so often. And I remember like Thursday Thanksgiving, I go to Magic Kingdom. There's nothing there, and then like uh, Friday after Thanksgiving, I'll go down Main Street. And it's like all the stuff's hanging across. I'm like, ah, that's awesome. I, I mean, I'm sure it's like anything else. Like you decorate your house, right? You put all the lights up, and you da da, and then you're like. Like a week later, like, hey, babe, look what I found at Target, you know, and it's like, right. just yeah. add to it, you, just you know, adding, just yeah. adding and adding. It's like, oh, look, I went over to, you know, Lowe's and they had this on sale and I bought this so-and-so. So I'm sure it's the same way. Like they find stuff or they add stuff throughout. I mean, they, they got to put up the big front, I would imagine, right away. And then little things get added here and there. Now, here, here's a real quick uh, sad story. Don't go, um, don't go to visiting the resorts on like January 1st or January 2nd. So one year I went to the Grand Foree and I believe it was like January 2nd. They literally just took the, you know, that massive gingerbread house and the um, Grand Floridian, they literally just took it out. And I could see like basically where they had the tape down for the, to protect the carpets. And you could see the gingerbread crumbs that were basically left. Like they literally just removed it. How did it taste? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Get off the floor, they were going, hey, what crumbs can I get? I'm imagining like this year, they'll keep it up a little longer and let, well, they'll let the furloughed cast members live in there. That <laughs> oh, oh, they, That's not right. That's, <laughs> damn. It's a ginger duplex. I heard that when it's over, like they take the, the gingerbread has to like to like a tree farm and they let the honeybees like go ahead and, and, and lick it clean. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool. actually. What? That's what I heard. I don't know, Keith. Well, part of it's made of wood. So, I mean, they would probably have to, you know, take it apart in various pieces, but termites. That's what I was thinking. They feed it to the termites. Yep. Termites and bees. <laughs> they know. take it over to Bugs Life. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's right. We'll go with that. We'll go with that story, Dan. No, but yeah. I, th- I think I've read that before too. That's with the bees. Grand Floridian is like really the most beautiful resort. Like, yeah, like to answer Keith's question from before. Like, yeah, I, I think I've probably stayed at five or six. No, that's probably overstating it. Maybe at least four to five of these resorts during christmas and 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 seeing it and then there was another time where we you know just one time on a whim like the parks were crowded we're like let's just hop the first bus and take a look at this resort and that resort because each of them they decorate their trees using stuff like it pertains to the resort resort. yeah Yeah, same to a resort like if you go to the 
Polynesian. I remember this because that was one of the last places we, we were at. They had like lays in the trees, yeah. Uh, yeah, like yeah, the pork. Hawaiian flowers, pineapples. Now, I don't know about pork. Spam. <laughs> spam. <laughs> spam and eggs? Yes. <laughs> you got some spam and eggs? Fried that up. It had hey hey at the top. Of, it was, no. Um, oh, I want hey hey at the top of my tree. I have make it at the top of my tree right now, but I wouldn't mind a little hey hey at the top. Or in there, maybe. I don't know. You wouldn't mind a little hey hey, period, right? Hey. Anyway, where were we? Well, to your point, Danny, you know, the um, resorts that are more expensive, the deluxes, they get more elaborate um, Christmas decorations, which makes sense. And then you go to the all-stars, and you're lucky if you get, you know, one Christmas tree thrown in the corner with some lights or whatever. Yeah, the, so. You got the tiny Tim tree. <laughs> Damn, that's cool, huh? They can only shop the day after Christmas. <laughs> they got, like, a whole Christmas light. All the lights are out except one bulb that works. That's all they get. And that's it blinks. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> barely, yeah. It barely blinks. And it doesn't blink on purpose. It flickers because it's about to go out. Knocks the power out the rest of the resort. We're all stars, man. That's terrible. And, and speaking of Christmas trees, I actually did some research, and I found a little bit of uh, some interesting backstory. So I'm kind of going to jump back in time just a little bit. And I'm going to talk about the type of um, Disney World trees that they had in the, the 70s, specifically at the Magic Kingdom. So in the, in the 1970s, they used live trees. So each year it would kind of vary like one year, I guess kind of like the Rockefeller tree, like one year it would be a tall tree and then next year it would kind of be a, like a fat tree or kind of, you know, whatever. And the trees were taken from uh, um, Mount Shasta in California and they actually trucked the trees all the way to Florida. Love their That's sodas. Mount Fanta? What'd you say? Shasta. Oh, Shasta. 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 <laughs> I've been to that mountain actually. Oddly enough. Oh, have you? Have you really? Yeah, Shasta. That's crazy. You see some missing Christmas trees there? I Cut did, down. yeah. I was like, man, something's wrong with this landscape, and I can't put my mm. finger on it. Oh, okay. Wow. So the trees were put, put up with a, with a crane, and in the 72 through 75, they had the tree lying there, and it was in the parking lot behind uh, Carousel of Progress. They, you know, they trimmed the trees, they cut off some branches, and then they kind of reattached it to make the tree look better than it actually was reattach the branches back to the tree that they cut off you said yeah kind of like the bionic man you know they put them back together oh okay cool well like we got the tape <laughs> we can put it back together Gaff- come on give me the staple gun hurry up gaff tape solves all <laughs> the branches are falling that's kind of neat right. yeah that's very neat kind of like i said before so the trees would then appear like thanksgiving night you wouldn't see the tree and then the day after thanksgiving the base of the tree would be put up so, and the trees were put in town square and they would have smaller trees on this, on both sides, kind of near Cinderella castle. And the lights would kind of change year after year after year. And the interesting thing is in 1971, now I had to research this because I didn't know what this was, but, um, have you ever guys heard of, and I'm going to say this very carefully so you don't kind of change the wording of it. You ever hear of a flocking tree? Flock. Yes. yes. <laughs> Let's get the flock out of here. I, yes. I used what to. What the flock? I used to work at a, at a Christmas tree lot a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I know flock so trees. Yeah, I know the flock trees. I flocked a tree before. <laughs> you flocked a tree? Yeah, they called me back, too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that was. Apparently, it's it's they cover it with, like, fake snow. Yeah, yes. I, yeah. I know what that is. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's like when a mommy goose and a daddy goose love each other very much, <laughs> and they decide to have baby geese, they get to flocking. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was a flock of seagulls. That's so you, you, do that. you can do that, too. That's all right. No. So, okay, wait, wait, wait. For real, for real. Like, you've never heard of a flock tree. Is that like maybe like a southern thing that we do down here? or well, Maybe because you guys do, like don't get snow. I, I had to research this. I didn't know what it was. No, I've done that. I've actually flocked a tree. That's what I'm saying. Like Maybe the, maybe it's a southern thing. No, I, you're I, right. We I don't get snow say, down I'm here. I'm pretty so. confident that it is because like we don't get snow down here. So we have to mimic 
snow covered trees and make sure that it doesn't melt. Yeah, but that's what I was going to say. Like, it doesn't make any sense because, like, the tree would go inside the house. So, yes. But yeah. the flock, the the flock stays on the yeah. tree. It doesn't like. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. The, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've walked by there as a tent, and I've always looked at those people like, why the f- are they covering this in styrofoam? Oh, yeah, there's probably asbestos. In there. Yeah. <laughs> Danny's like, here's my card. Here's my card. <laughs> need this. You're need this in a few years. Yeah, I always have concerns about whatever they use to flock it. That's why I never bought it. I'm like, eh, I'm, I just like really don't want to deal with the mess. It's got to be a huge like. Oh, it, it is. The they have like oh, a, a huge tent for that purpose. Yeah, but just white stuff all over the house. Fun. It's fun. You just you spray it all over the place. But I mean, if you're gonna have synthetic snow, why not just have a fake tree? Ah, that's true. true. No, that's that's true. I just never realized that that wasn't like a, a an all around thing. Like now, this is the first time I heard of it. So I guess maybe it's not a thing, or it was a '70s thing, or whatever. But yeah, no, 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 no. It still goes on. Too. I, I, I saw a, a Christmas tree yard by me that has some flock trees. All right. Well, up, up north they don't do that. So interesting. Yeah, that's because they don't need tr- Christmas tree lodge. I'll just go in the back yard with a chainsaw yeah. and there you go just cut it down <laughs> if i chopped them down they would be the perfect christmas tree so there you go oh, oh yeah, yeah. y'all, y'all yeah. trapped right between mount shasta and lake sprite so I mean, you got all the choices <laughs> in the world where you want to go first time i went to wisconsin i was just like the, the only thing i kept saying is like their christmas trees are everywhere <laughs> it's awesome. this is crazy <laughs> and they're looking at me like they're just trees. <laughs> no, like, no. That's, that's, there's Fraser firs <laughs> and spruces. And it's like when you go to Mexico, and it's not Mexican food. It's just food. It's just food, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. You got it. So another 1970s reference here is the tinsel tree. Okay, so. The Contemporary Resort had this big, giant Christmas tree, which basically was, it was a tinsel tree, and it actually hung from the ceiling. It was seven stories tall, and it was reported that when the Mark IV monorail went too fast through the Contemporary Resort, it would kind of shake. And a lot of people kind of refer this to the Poseidon tree, as if you guys ever seen the, the movie The Poseidon Adventure, it's that tree that's kind of upside down. Right. Yeah. So that's basically kind of how it kind of looked similar in the Contemporary Resort. That's a cool so. idea, though. It's different, modern, I guess. Right. Kind of going with the theme. Very right, sleek, right, yeah. So. No, 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 it was a cool... I, I've seen it. I've seen pictures of it before. It's kind of cool. I, did you Have you seen the, uh, the, the... There's one for the Grand Floridian, too, where they did a, a poinsettia tree. Yep. Go ahead, Keith. Yeah, you, uh, maybe you're going to talk about it. It was, I think, the... Well, uh, the uh, Grand Floridian opened in 89, and I think they did it for probably about five or six years. It was basically a point... A tree basically made out of um, different color poinsettias. So, you know, the red, the whites, and whatever. And, I mean, it kind of fit with the Grand Floridian, kind of the theme there. Kind of the classic you know look and the pattern like kind of swirled around it it, it was really a unique looking thing it's pretty cool yeah i just yeah. pulled up a picture of it and mm. it was like wow that's pretty neat i know it looks like a bunch of books or something like, was it upside down too no that no. one was straight up oh, oh. it's straight up straight yeah, up yeah. now so. tell me do you want a christmas tree with poinsettias <laughs> no oh, no oh, oh. or do you just want it flocked <laughs> <laughs> But now I'm going I'm to explain why now. So Disney had some live trees, and this basically lasted pretty much into the into the 90s. But when you have a live tree, you kind of have some issues. Squirrels. <laughs> Squirrel. Well, it's like National Lampoon's Christmas yes. vacation. <laughs> Besides animals kind of climb up a tree and stuff like that. So obviously, Florida is prone to thunderstorms. So one time in the 1970s, this was actually on Christmas Eve, and this was actually um, reported by various cast members. I have this from various different sources so it actually happened so there were several storms going through central florida on christmas eve and according to cast members they heard a big crack and then everyone rushed over to 
basically see what happens. So apparently lightning struck the Christmas tree in Main Street. And, and it went back to the future. That's what I was thinking. Two trails of fires and a, a license plate. <laughs> Dance in the middle of the road. Main Street. Marty! It's a Christmas tree, Gotta Marty! Gotta go back in time. <laughs> so what actually happened is like a... A big um, six-foot part of the tree was just hanging there. So they kind of had to just clear the area and, you know, leave it until closing. So it's like, hey, kids, look at that tree. Let's get a picture in front of the broken tree hanging down. So. And then, then Bob Iger came out and started selling marshmallows to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Come take your picture by the burning tree. Have a marshmallow. Got to make the stock, uh, stock, stockholders happy. Got to make the stockholders happy. Right. Ex- extra, with a extra 10%. That's right. That's right. So, of course, maintenance fixed the tree and basically, you know. How do you fix the tree? <laughs> Duct tape like you fixed the branches, dude. Well, they actually, they actually, they put it into a steel sleeve and somehow reattach it by a crane. And then Christmas morning, people went to the parks and there was the perfect tree again. So. Oh, wow. Damn. It go all it's out. It's that magic, man. That's industrious. That's well, Disney that's, magic. That's your Disney magic for it. Now, another time, this happened uh, another Christmas Eve. Now, this was 1983. So, apparently, there was um, an employee who was basically working Epcot Center Lagoon uh, Operations, walked by the American Adventure, and there was a big, beautiful Christmas tree in um, World Showcase Plaza right in front of the American Adventure. So, the only problem is when the employee was kind of looking at the tree, the tr- tree was lopsided. So, what happened is one of the ground wires which helped um, hold up the tree came loose so you know imagine you're walking by and you're like something doesn't look right with that tree that was the year of the Epcot lopsided tree can I tell you something if you were drinking around the world that tree would look perfectly fine <laughs> <laughs> the tree's talking to me it's oh, leading down to oh, talk to me hey daddy I'm in Greece take a picture <laughs> hurry up get a crate <laughs> oh man so the tree wouldn't stand up so they gave it some Viagra yeah <laughs> <laughs> They gave that Viagra Vika. Yeah. yeah. So, so due to some of those issues, eventually Disney said, you know, maybe we should just go with the fake trees. This way, it's just kind of more perfect. So, and ever since they've been doing the, you know, the the fake trees. So. But all the oxygen that they missed out on by taking the real trees out. I know. Well, I thought I thought maybe it would have had something to do with the fact that you know deforestation and land and conserving, and I thought that may have been why they decided to make the switch. No, I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty sure the plastic fake trees that are non biodegradable are worse than. You know, it's something that can at least you could throw it in a landfill or something. Yeah, you could put the put it back and let it grow again. Well, but yeah, but you can't get, put the tree back and let it grow. Yeah, you can't replant. You can't replant. That happen. You have like a bush, and the bush get knocked over, and you put it back in the dirt, pack the dirt back on it. Yeah, it works with vegetables. It's a root. <laughs> Potatoes, <laughs> vegetables. It's a science experiment. Yeah. Just- <laughs> well, they fix the tree with a crane and metal sheathing and stuff. Like you like the. Dr. Frankenstein of botany, man. Yeah. I don't know how you bring that back. Well, I figured the tree that got hit by light didn't come to life for I me. Mean, that's what I thought. Well, they just made him sit up straight again. It was like weekend at Bernie. Shades on it. Yeah. <laughs> they put two little trees to help him stand up on either side of him, right? <laughs> a little baby trees. Yeah, little baby trees to hold him up. Got the branch right around it. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, 1983, right? So a year after they're open. All hell breaks loose. Wow. <laughs> That's Got crazy. Got trees and everything. Yep. So then uh, 
So then uh, in 1982, jumping back a year from 83, basically Epcot Center opened. So now Disney World had another park that they had to decorate with, you know, Christmas decorations and kind of figure out what they were going to do for, you know, how are you going to take this futuristic place and decorate it for the holidays? So they're like, well, we can't really do that. But we have all these countries that are all around the world. We can feature those countries and talk about their holiday decorations and kind of celebrations and uh, how they celebrate Christmas. So this started the international celebration that um, Epcot called for for many, many years. They called it Holidays Around the World. This celebrated holiday traditions from various cultures expressed through music, decoration, stories, and food with additional elements like the Candlelight Procession, which they moved over from the Magic Kingdom. Oh, it was the Magic Kingdom before? Yeah, so from 1971 to, I believe it's 1994, Candlelight Procession was over at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. It was in the, it was in front of the train station, and then in, in 94, or they've got more more popular over time and they decided to move over, over to Epcot. It was part of that whole Epcot 94, remember that? Yeah, the World's Fair numbering. Mm-hmm. Right. And before actually Candlelight Procession moved over, have you guys ever heard, so this was at Epcot Center between 1983 and 1994. There was a, there was a show called the Holiday Splendor Stage Show over at Epcot. That was at the American Gardens Theater? Yeah, this was over at American Gardens, but interesting is back then they called it American Gardens by the Shore. And I guess they eventually shortened the name just to be the American Garden. So, And this was, you know, your typical Christmas show. It had guest narrators and singers. And the main narrator for several years was Carol Lawrence. And the musical special celebrated winter holidays around the world, including Christmas. And this was just your musical version of holidays around the world. Who's Carol Lawrence? If you're curious, she was she was like the original Maria on Broadway uh, in West Side Story. Ah, oh, okay. Long, long time ago. And All right. Okay. She got a, a nomination in Tony's and stuff. So. I never played that video game, so I'm not sure. How that <laughs> West, Side West, Side yeah, yeah. <laughs> West Side Connection Story. <laughs> the boss level is pretty killer. All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you you got to fight Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, do you guys remember... Um, I don't know if you guys remember this or not, or if you were in Epcot. Do you remember those World Showcase double-decker buses they had? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm going way back to the 80s and 90s. So apparently around Christmas time, they would drive around World Showcase and have the Disney characters in their Christmas gear. Yeah, that's absolutely right. They used to have stops around World Showcase, and you could hop on, go to your whatever oh, wow. country you want to go. Okay, cool. And the, you you didn't have to walk the entire thing. You could you could just. But it's gotten so busy that you can't even. You'd be running, oh, running yeah, people yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, that's the tough part. But yeah, they I remember those buses vividly. And then they repurposed those buses to be the Junkanoo bus. I don't know if you remember that little Jamaican show that what used to pop it? out. It's called Junkanoo. They Junkanoo. Call it the Junkanoo bus. Yeah. And so they had a whole Jamaican kind of Caribbean show that would pop out of it, and then they just drive off. Where oh, was that? Wow. In Animal Kingdom or something? No, no. This was in Epcot Center. Yeah, that sounds something that would be over in the Animal Kingdom. It, it wasn't. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I never heard yeah. of that. It should be, though, yeah. Huh. So, like, over time, they started just, as the park got older, they just kind of adding more things. So they had a massive Christmas tree, kind of like I talked about in 83. So every night there would be a tree lighting ceremony. And then around somewhere in the in the 90s, I couldn't pinpoint the exact year, they they started adding um, storytellers in World Showcase during the holidays around the world. So you would go to, like... Mexico, and that would be the Three Kings, or you would go to Germany, and there would be Helga talking about the first Christmas tree in Germany. So it would be, be a way to go to different countries and learn about their Christmas traditions. Yeah, I thought that was like one of the coolest things about Christmas at Epcot was all those different traditions, and, and you could learn about different uh, cultures and things like that. I thought that was just 
To me, that was amazing. Like, just very interesting to me. Well, and you got to you figure out what traditions came from where. Because like in like I remember UK, they were like the, the, the mistletoe and advent calendar. But then like you'd go to uh, Germany, and they were doing like I think like we keep say like the first tree and um, oh Tannenbaum, oh Tannenbaum, and uh, I can't remember. I mean, it, it's been a while, but yeah, the, it, it was it was really cool to find out where each of these traditions originated from. And then you'd go over to like Italy, and they'd have a witch, yeah. <laughs> and she. But she'd be like a good witch, and she was like the female Santa Claus. Where's the Krampus come from? Krampus, Krampus, Krampus. <laughs> now, Krampus it comes around once a month, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> and it's very mean. It's very mean. But he only stays for a week. Oh boy, very mean. Yeah, <laughs> only a week. I've been lied to. Damn it. Damn <laughs> <laughs> <Stand> it. <laughs> She's on the third week of her period. <laughs> Damn you, Krampus. He just won't leave. <laughs> I said, Krampus, stop us. It never. <laughs> they, don't they have Krampus at uh, Epcot? Don't they have a... No. No, really? No, no, That's no, what no. I'm saying. Where's the, what country is no, that? They had, like I said, they had the witch, and the witch like did something if you were bad. Like, you know, like she, if you were good, she would, you know, leave you something. But if you were bad, she would like, you know... Punch you down. I don't know, like leave cold. I, I can't remember exactly how it went. It was kind of weird because it was like almost like the Nightmare Before Christmas before there was a Nightmare Before Christmas. You had a witch delivering toys on, on Christmas. You know, so That doesn't make any sense. It, well, I mean, but she was around before Santa Claus. All right, that's fair, but is it so, like, okay. It was just an Italy thing. I don't yeah, and then they had like so. Then you have other countries which don't celebrate Christmas. So in China, you had the Monkey King, which talked about the Chinese New Year. And then in Morocco, you had talking about celebrations of Ramadan. So they tried to incorporate each of the countries and you know talk about some kind of celebration, either being winter or Christmas. And then it pretty much stayed the same over time. And then in the 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 mid two thousands, around two thousand ten and going forwards, it started getting a little bit more commercialized. So just to give you an example, so in 2016, they added a lot more um, merchandise. They, in American Adventure, they had Santa Shopping Village. I don't remember that like in the early days when I was in the early 2000s going for Thanksgiving. And then in 2016, I don't know, good or bad, depending on how you look at it, this is when they started adding the holiday kitchens. So this is where holidays around the world started becoming more like the food and wine festival. Yeah, I enjoy it. I mean, I like I always like sampling new things, things that get you in the in the in the mood. Like I remember when we checked into, I mean, talk about the the resorts a, a while back. When we checked into the Grand Floridian, we were walking to the entrance and they were roasting chestnuts right there. Oh, nice. They had uh, cool. hot uh, apple, apple cider, cider. Mm-hmm. and they they gave that to you and immediately it's putting you in the Christmas mindset. And then you walk in and there's a pianist and the big tree and everything like that playing Christmas. So trying these different you know, holiday uh, themed foods again it also just helps put you in the mindset along with the decorations the storytelling so i mean yeah it just helps to immerse you more in that world yeah so 2017 because they added these holiday kitchens they've changed the name from holidays around the world to actually epcot international festival of the holidays and this featured 15 holiday kitchens and these holiday kitchens would help celebrate like danny just said christmas and the winter holidays by giving you different flavors of the holiday season and in 2019 now this idea actually i kind of like they had a holiday cookie stroll where you could go to different countries and try different kind of holiday cookies and they would give you 
a festival of passport and I guess they would stamp the different cookies. I think that's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, yeah like we've got that. some we got some agents right now in the in the parks that are they've, they've posted some pictures of that, all the different cookies from each country and that's stuff like great. that. Yeah, it's cool. The poor thing is that you know, first you had a job being Santa Claus, now you gotta be in the kitchen. You know, it's like <laughs> right. damn it. It's like a step down. Yeah, and you're sitting jo- there like, ho ho, ho. Oh. shut up! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> I'm cooking over here. That's <laughs> all I got. Job sucks, man. <laughs> Give me some chestnuts. <laughs> hey, Lee, did anyone mention anything about um, Olaf's holiday tradition expedition? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think someone posted some pictures of that. So basically what it is, it's you, you spend about 10 bucks and they give you a scavenger hunt map. And then you're supposed to go around to the different countries in World Showcase and, I guess, look for certain things. Which I think is a cool idea for, like, little kids or whatever. I could see my son, son liking it. What do you get if you get it all, though? A warm hug? A prize. And a warm hug, right. So Maybe get a fast pass. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. If fast passes were around. So. <laughs> yeah, fast pass to use in uh, <laughs> using next year. <laughs> you can be first in line, Timmy. Over at, uh, what, what is it? Um, What are they building over there? Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> you could be the first one. <laughs> so changing gears now. So in the last uh, show, we talked about the Osborne White. With the Osborne Whites ending in 2015, as was Ebenezer Scrooge um, before he changed his ways, Disney Hollywood Studios needed to change their ways as well. So the Osborne White's gone. Disney Hollywood Studios had a huge void missing holiday decorations that needed to be replaced. So the solution they came up with was, you guys ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. What do you me. got? Jingle bell, jingle bam. All up in your face. Wow, man. Jingle bell, jingle bam. I think Emerald's going to sue somebody. Jingle bam bell, jingle bam. Oh, jingle bama. Lamb, bam, bam. Oh, <laughs> lamb, bam. Ram, lamb. Oh, bam, 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 bam. Jingle bell. Holiday tradition, expedition. That was. So apparently, like, you know, Epcot had holidays around the world. So Disney Hollywood Studios had what they call Flurry of Fun. And then part of this Flurry of Fun, which is just a generic name to encompass all the holiday, you know, decorations and events going on at Hollywood Studios. And part of it was um, jingle bell, jingle bam. So this. This was a nighttime, well, it's still going on now. Not sure this year for COVID, but we'll talk about COVID and everything in the next episode. So this is a nighttime Christmas spectacular, which focused on the Graham's, you know, Chinese theater. And Disney started using projections, laser and whites, special effects, fireworks, and Chris's music score. That's what the elves, right? Wayne and Wayne, uh, Wayne and Lanny, the elves from Prep and Lanny. Prep and Lanny, yeah, yeah. That's it. I remember that. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. No, no, no. Let me. I remember seeing that coming out. I never. I, I wasn't there when that was. Yeah, I'm gonna say, did they did they punch each other out? Where does the bam come from? Well, if, I actually just watched the show the other day, so actually I understand why you know why they did it. Apparently, um, the older brother, like it's just one of his things with his younger brother, and they just kind of like he just says jingle bell, jingle bam. So they just kind of went with it, I guess. It's pretty catchy, I guess. You know, yeah, no, it's catchy. I just thought like he says bam, and like a firework go off, or they throw an elf off a roof or something. I, I didn't know where the bam came from this well you threw some creole seasoning yeah it threw like a what what'd you call another thing a flurry of fun flurry uh, so the flurry of fun is the generic name for like all that basically holiday celebrations flurry of fun so it sounds like attacking kittens or something uh-huh. yeah what's the big flurry of fun until they, they <laughs> big flurry. mcdonald's stops sponsoring <laughs> right. yeah Whee! Well, well, Disney now has a relationship with McDonald's from the Happy Meal toys, so maybe they're able to get away with it. Oh, no, but those all got recalled. So they <laughs> screw Kevin on the Mickey Railroad. Hey, hey, Railroad. Sh- Kevin's still healing. I know, I am. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was okay. I'm so, I yeah. apologize. It's all right. 
Jingle Bear. <laughs> so this was the replacement for um, the Osborne Whites. Now, I don't really think it has the big draw like Osborne Whites did because Osborne Whites actually took you way back into the park. And this is kind of more just like seeing an illumination show. Like Osborne Whites was pretty much all night. This was just like, you know, I think they maybe do it twice a night or whatever. But I guess, you know, obviously they needed to come up with something. And it was a lot cheaper, you know, do some projections and less fireworks. So... Now, in 2017, they also added Sunset Season Greetings, which is kind of another version of... Um, the Sunset Grill. Down at the Sunset Grill. <laughs> Down at the Sunset Grill. <laughs> so, you know, you have the Hollywood Tower Hotel, which is a big icon over at Hollywood Studios. So they've started projecting different projections, similar to the Tree Awakening show over at the Animal Kingdom, onto the Hollywood Tower of Terror. So, yeah, it's yeah. freaky, man. I seen that like they turn into a big like a present, present. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. the what that's called the, the giant nutcrackers and you know what have you i mean it's it turned uh, they told the hotel into a present you yeah, say yeah i saw videos on that that's yeah. kind of cool hmm. it's big well that's creative i mean you know it's not necessarily too interactive right uh, but you know I'm, I'm glad they're using all this projection stuff and everything it just seems it kind of feels like they're overdoing it like you remember like when you got the first motion simulator and then every ride thereafter was a motion simulator it's like calm down like 3d movies right. like, every just, movie that comes out well that those are all good though <laughs> we can put it anywhere and it's upgradable so easy Yay. we ain't got to do anything with the infrastructure and we bought it in bulk it's a flurry of fun yeah. <laughs> oh my god jig like pay attention to projections don't Never mind that you get 80% less fireworks. Yeah. Well, Danny, at least they're not putting up, like, inflatables and saying theirs are holiday decorations, you know? Hey, that's what I do in my house. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you want to see that at Disney World, you know what I mean? So, um, Well, it's a kind of a low bar to, you just said, but okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then, uh, you know, Toy Story Land opened up a couple years ago, and it's kind of cool that they actually did make over that land. They put um, special festive audio and special holiday lighting. So... I haven't heard anything if they did anything for Star Wars Land, and we can touch more on that, you know, on the uh, Disney World um, Ghost of Christmas Future episode as well, kind of what we think they're going to do there. So, but that's pretty much the Hollywood Studios Christmas that you can see right now if you, you know, went down to uh, Orlando. So, I, I would say that probably the one thing I miss of everything is the Osborne lights. I mean, that was. I, I did like that. You could really take your time, meander through there, really soak it all in. They had the hot chocolate and they had people performing. It was cool. It was more Christmas. It was lights it was, it's it was christmas like, it was lights, simple you know? it was yeah it was simple it was elegant and generally like again like kind of what you were keith was saying before about inflatables like you drive by somebody's house you'll see inflatables that's so lazy yeah. i'm sorry kid i'm sorry that's so lazy <laughs> i know it is really no, I, like, I fully admit that's so easy <laughs> the best of displays are the traditional light filled displays right that, you're absolutely right, right. Yeah. there's something about that Beautiful. So let's let's shift gears and head over to the Animal Kingdom. Not a zoo. Sure thing, Lightning McQueen. Shift yeah, gears. Bam. Animal Kingdom is kind of a challenge because of the animals as far as Hollywood decorations. So if you really think about it, a lot of the decorations... Um, the strapping Christmas hats on, on all the lines. Why the lions trying to go. take a piss on the Christmas trees? <laughs> you see them on the safari, you know, they're all wearing Christmas hats and uh, stuff like that. Nice. Got, some, got some cast members all hanging out their mouth. <laughs> cast member got killed, <laughs> eaten by a lion trying to put a Christmas hat on him. Oh, look, he's got a stocking. No, it's a foot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, that's all projection mapping. That's man. it. <laughs> all those hats are fake. That's a, that's a, <laughs> furry flurry 
Right? That's it. That's a whole different convention. That's it. Like Christmas and junk. I know I know Keith's gonna take it what he's gonna take, but Christmas and like animals just yeah. I, it I really yeah, it kinda doesn't but you know, maybe they'll be like your house. Like they'll put like like Christmas sweaters on them. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you put them on your dog. They put it on yeah, they got the little arms that come out. <laughs> the, 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 the Yeti's kind of <laughs> Christmas <laughs> sweaters. <laughs> That's Clark Griswold. No, he, he's holding like a uh, uh, mistletoe <laughs> as you pass by. Oh my god. Oh, that'd be funny. But you know, it's the I like what they do because it's like the one like of all the trees like all if you go to you know Magic Kingdom Epcot Hollywood Studios it, they all look the same all the trees look the same whereas you go to the resorts they're all themed to each of the resorts Animal Kingdom actually has its own unique tree where the uh, ornaments are all like animals right. and, and whatnot and it really is something special to see that's kind of cool yeah very cool yeah like the ornaments are made of wood they're kind of themed to nature and it's interesting because the animal kingdom their christmas tree their 60 foot tall tree is actually at the entrance and not actually inside the park unlike the other christmas trees all at all the other parks so it's you know before before you kind of go in so and if you also think about the animal kingdom history up until a couple years ago they closed at five or six at night so there really was no reason to really have nighttime lights or whatever because the park wasn't open that late. Oh, that makes sense because the front is like the last place you close so people can hang out by the tree on their way out. I dig that. The only thing they really had is over it when it was open, Camp Minnie Mickey had, you know, special holiday character meet and greets. And the only other thing they really had, except for, you know, minor decorations in the park, you know, a little bit around Discovery Island, is they, they took the Animal Kingdom Jamming Jungle Parade and they gave it a holiday mo- makeover during the holidays and called it Mickey's Jingle Jungle Parade. Oh, You guys shit. remember this? I, God, do I, man. I, that song is still stuck in is my really? freaking head. Jamming in the jungle, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome oh to the jungle. <laughs> we, got, we got chestnuts and apple cider. Uh, it was like like when Eli and, and, and me and, and the family we went to Disney uh, and we stayed at the Polynesian um, for Christmas and they were playing. It was just on this endless loop. This this Christmas music over and I just remember this one song. Here comes Santa on a red balloon, and it was oh my! It was just driving me nuts. It was it was. And they'd have cool Hawaii, like Polynesian music, I guess you'd say, periodically. But that one song would just kind of uh, uh, make my because it, it just it's it, like it's like Mariah Carey. Yeah, like that's the one song every year. You're like, damn it, I gotta hear this song again. You hear it once and it's embedded in your yeah. brain, and you cannot remove it. Like again, I from that trip, I, that's probably one of five things I remember. You need a lobotomy to get it out. There you go. Wow. Kind of like it's a small world. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you don't have to hear it that much, and boom, it's right there. It's like, um, uh, what is it? The um, uh, once upon a Christmas time, at Christmas. Like when they, like whenever they do the uh, the parades, they are geniuses at picking out those catchy songs where you hear it, and by the time you walk out of there, you will never forget that song. Boot to you and boot like. Boom, it's stuck in your head. So everything uh, changed at the Animal Kingdom holiday decorations in 2019. So, you know, like I said, before then, they were very muted. But in 2019, and I haven't been there since, but from what I heard, that the new decorations are actually very creative. So they started off basically in the area leading up to Discovery Island and the Tree of Life. Apparently, they have animal-themed illuminated lanterns hanging um, from the rooftops. Uh, very awesome. nice. Yeah, that's cool. Very nice. I, th- I thought you were going to say they put ornaments on the Tree of Life. No, that would be cool, though. <laughs> but yeah. Can you imagine giant ornaments on the Tree of Life? Big ornaments. No, they wouldn't do that. But that vaginal plant over in Avatar Land, they totally, they totally trimmed that tree. <laughs> 
Yeah. Came in Brazilian wax. Yeah, bacon balls. No, they got silver tinsel going around his mouth. Put tinsel, yeah. They totally trimmed the tree of trim. I'll talk about Pandora in a minute, but um, so these lanterns were basically um, featuring animals affiliated with Christmas and winter holidays. And Discovery Island featured a holiday gathering of winter animals and they converted kind of like they did in 2000 with um reflection or earth parade they took these giant puppets and these puppets in the form of different winter animals such as reindeer foxes penguins polar bears and more so you know so at any time you could be in discovery island at certain times and you see these giant animal puppets that's kind of cool i think it's cool and freakish at the same time because all of a sudden like these people will come over and they're they're operating because yeah I saw it's so operating like a polar bear but it's all like connected to their body and so you got kids walking over and petting the polar bear which is attached in some way to their person and it, it it's cool that to see it but then when you see the kids starting to try and interact with it, it's like kind of gets freakish in in a way but I remember seeing that and being in being Florida because uh, it was beautiful at first yeah and going back to the holiday projections so they have the awakening show over at the Tree of Life so they actually added three new stories and um. And one soundtrack about animals for a snowfall. So they're trying to, you know, kind of change it up a little bit for the holidays. So that's, you know, that's kind of neat as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah they have sure. projected yeah. images of Robin Williams and Robert De Niro. It's pretty good. <laughs> 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 you projected me. <laughs> you projected me. <laughs> and then Robin Williams does his thing and the tree comes to life. It's oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> then it slowly fades over the night and it's back to being a tree again. Yeah. Wow, it's beautiful, man. It's good. beautiful. So, and then like, so you have Pandora. You were talking about Pandora before. So how do you decorate this future planet? Well, not future planet, but you know, planet. So everybody goes blue. Not future planet, but planet of the future. Yeah, right, right. So they have supposedly expats who live there and they kind of supposedly took items from Earth as well as items they found on the planet and kind of created these various decorations that you see in Pandora. I want some pictures of that. I want to see that. Lee, can you get some agents to take some pictures down there? Yeah, that sounds good. I'll reach out. Yeah, I want to see that. And then the last land we have is Dino Land. So with Dino Land, there's, you know, what else would you have in Dino Land but a dance party? So you have the holiday hoopla dance party with Chip and Dale. And I'm sure there's, uh, you know, a dinosaur thrown in there or, you know, whatever. And then the last thing they, they did for the holidays is they take the, uh, you know, the bird show. Oh, yeah. The the, the one they wrecked. What, Flights of what? Yeah, well, no. Now it's the great up bird adventure oh, right. of and all time. The little toy kid. Little bird right. walks around. Yeah. So because it's in Asia, they talked about a little bit the holiday festival of lights in India, uh, Diwali. So they kind of added that to the show a little bit. And, you know, it's kind of cool. So That's kind of cool. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing the Dino Party USA. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. sorry, my Cyrus. Yeah, <laughs> part of the Tyrannosaurus. That I would, that would, that would be interesting. I would. You'd be down with that. I mean, you know, dinosaurs party. party. You go yeah. dance. You, you cut a rug with a dinosaur. Yeah, hmm. you walk like a dinosaur. Oh, he has dated some dinosaurs. <laughs> that is true. I know. That's One true. lifted my truck. <laughs> That, that was a Triceratops? <laughs> yeah. oh, I think that was an Indominus Rex. Yeah, that was definitely not a plant eater. Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> totally not. I think she had Krampus too. My man. Oh, okay. <laughs> big, thick, big, thick Ankylosaurus. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. All right. So let's talk about... Um, now, I think this is a cool thing. So in the last couple of years, let's talk about... Um, Disney World attraction um, holiday um, layovers or makeovers, overlays. Oh, yeah. Makeovers, okay. So, <laughs> layovers. Got a layover at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Hey, West Tower Banks. So Disneyland has actually been doing this for years. So they started in 1997 with, uh, they did an um, overlay of It's a Small World. 
And then, and then I don't know if Danny, you ever seen this, but in 2001, they have the Haunted Mansion Holiday, which is the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. Yeah, I have tried so many times to time our vacation in in line with that. It's just it's never worked out. I want to see that. But yeah, no, that's on the that's on the bucket list. So the only problem is they, you know, these overlays shut down the attractions for you know several months, and you know Disneyland is basically a lot of locals, so you know locals are looking for new things to see. But if you have somebody coming to Disney World who's there every five years, they don't want to go and find out. Oh, sorry, but the Haunted Mansion shut down, you know, for three months due to you know an overlay. So that's why they never really happened. Three months would be a breeze for them right now oh you know what F- them <laughs> we want our overlays damn it i'm so yeah. tired of hearing that like it's like well so what like you you have the information like everybody else does just plan your vacation around the overlay that's a you know? good point it's like it ain't like there ain't that internet or something you can look up well why not just ship all the overlay decorations to disney world and give people because now it's the only one that's open they're not open full time now so that you got time to install that stuff you, do yes. it overnight. you can do it in the nighttime yeah yes. i mean they ship freaking trees from out west yeah, right, yeah. exactly you might as well yeah. ship that stuff out west i don't so, know like that, i always hear that and it's like to me that's just the lamest excuse it's like dude you can't have the same thing like that's like me saying well i'm not going i'm mad because the osborne lights aren't there anymore well there's something else there you know go see something else like okay you can't ride Haunted mansion this time go ride uh you know whatever do something else and then or plan better and be there when it's once the overlay is done i was gonna say they're, they're pretty good about letting you know what's open and what's closed when you're going to be going unless you're booking like so far out in advance which i never do that's why you have a travel agent lee that's exactly it you just call them up and last minute hey i need to book a trip and i'll be like yeah be like hey dude well so and so's closed and this is closed but this is open okay well let's go all right cool when i hear that wait wait really i'm in the car and this isn't a joke right <laughs> you're serious you really want to do okay let me pull over <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, let me get out my Wi Fi, my hotspot. Let's do it. That, that conversation's happened so many times, I have it committed to memory. Uh, and then, wait, wait a minute. Let me get my mom on the line yes. real quick. Yeah, yeah, I, got, a, I got Aaron over here too. And right. like, we got to have a conference call, like 20 people yelling questions at me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the first holiday overlay they actually did was in the 80s, which was the Country Bear Christmas show. And we're going to, in another episode, go and talk about the history of the Country Bear. So, we'll kind of talk about that another point in time. I am looking forward to that. So, the, so the first real holiday overlay they had in uh, was in 2013. This was the Jingle Christmas. Oh, Kevin and I rode that. Yeah, we well, did ride what that. What you guys think? <laughs> it's different. I mean, all it is is basically they come up with some, you know, corny holiday jokes and they did a slight overlay saying the jungle crew skippers are trying to cheer themselves up for the holidays while they're away from their families. But I mean, it, it was an, it was okay, you know. I didn't mind it. I mean, but like I remember like, "Oh, dude, we get to we're, we're here. Jingle Cruise is open. Let's go see it." And being like, oh, "Okay, well, that's not anything to really <laughs> make a point to come back for, but it's cool that we got to see we it." We got to see it. We did experience. Yeah. It. I mean, it's Disney trying something different, which is kind of cool. The next one, actually, I haven't seen, but I'm kind of, I think it's kind of cool. Once again, Disney just kind of trying something different. So over at Epcot, they kind of did a Christmas overlay for um, Living with the Land. They, you know, they call it Living with the Land, Merry and Bright Nights. And um, six people saw it. <laughs> well, they had special lighting, you know, have snowmen made out of sands, Mickey toperies, and decorations and vegetables decorated for the holidays. Decorate vegetables? Yeah, they put a hat on that on that eggplant. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All, the, all the scientists in there were dressed as elves. It was really nice. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, was... you saw it? No. Oh, <laughs> he did not. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, I bet you they still had hydroponics. Hydroponics. Mm. Hooked there on phonics. Christmas phonics. <laughs> Chris phonics. Hanukkah phonics. Hanukkah Kwanzaa phonics. Pentatonics. Gin and tonics. Yeah, gin and There you go. They tried everything. I mean, like, okay, so far, Keith, is there anything that you said that you would like to have, like, embellished on more if there was, uh, like, for what you've already seen or it? You know what I mean? Because like, most of the stuff towards the end, it sounds like they're not really trying. They just, you know, they just slap some on there. Yeah, and, uh, that's the impression that I get. Let me go through a couple of these other Eli's, and a lot of these are just changing lighting and basically adding some holiday music. They did an overlay with the, the Speedway, so they added some Christmas lights and special lighting, you know, some holiday music. They did some special lighting and some holiday tunes on Space Mountain, and then they did the same thing with the Mad Tea Party, just adding some special lighting and music. I mean, it's making something a little bit different, but kind of a little bit on the cheap. Yeah, they, they did the same thing for Halloween when they did all that. Right. They, they, yeah, they, they made adjustments to all the exact same rods because they were cheap and easy to go ahead do i like it i like that they're they're trying it is it you know is it something elaborate no but it gives you a little bit of something like oh wow i'm glad we kind of saw this version of and it. it's it's gets you in the christmas mood well yeah. but wait time yeah. out well, back up a second is is all that stuff in the tomorrowland speedway enough for you to go on that ride again oh no 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 but if you're gonna do it anyway yeah, yeah. okay okay cool right. i got to see a christmas tree it definitely goes slow enough that you can <laughs> you can enjoy it <laughs> Christmas, absolutely. You can see Santa and all the rain. Count all the that. all the yeah. decorations on the tree. Oh, yeah. sure. You can count the individual lights. You can figure out which one's a Fraser fur, which one is flocked in. A, which one's a fur? A poplar yeah. fur? A Michael Douglas fur. Pretty good tree. <laughs> a fur to baby? Get. Yes. You can see the Dino Dance Party, all that. This thing's going so slow there. I, I, I guess it's a thing of, they just trying. But I would just hope that they would say, okay, you know what? We got something that sticks, and they would actually put some creativity to it, not just some lights. I don't know. That's, that's just me. That's, you know, I was trying to feel a big candy cane. You know what, though? Like, if maybe, you know what? That's a good point. Kind candy of, like, cane? Well, like you say, you make a, like a different a character of your own that, you know, and, and you just say, hey, look, yeah, yeah, there's. You Wait, know, you want to make a Christmas character? Well, yeah, like very geisha Christmas. <laughs> no, no. So you want like you want Juwan the Christmas muse? <laughs> Guano Joe Home Alone. <laughs> Boat alone. Yeah, you know, yeah, a virtual club in Christmas. You know, talking about they hunted down Santa Claus or something. Oh, shoot, that's gone, baby. Now. I know, mm. but but you see what I'm saying? The point is, they were making characters during that time so like you know well maybe instead of the grunch you'll have the grunch you know, the grunch <laughs> make them it'll be Benny grunch and he's Benny singing grunch. the 12 yats of Christmas yeah I don't know man I think I want Juwan the Christmas moose Juwan the Christmas <laughs> go for it man why See, not yeah, you start to say like cause then you have something fo- you know better to look forward to on Christmas at that particular well you go in the park you're like where's Juwan yeah <laughs> where, where, that, where that moose at I didn't see Juwan last year Where's Juwan this year I can't find the dude come on now don't do it like the moose is sneaking around between the buildings, hide behind the trees. You hear sleigh bells, ching ching ching. ching. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just hanging on the his head's hanging on the wall. The country bears. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's better than just the light. But okay, that's just yeah. Me. I think they got enough characters there. I don't think we need any more characters. I, th- I think I understand your point of really doing a. a, a a concrete Christmas overlay, like something that really they get in there and they create something special, but. I don't. I don't have a problem with tweaking light. I mean, it's not like they're asking people to pay for it, right? Well, that's fair. I mean, it, it, maybe you could go on the lab and say, since they're doing all the stuff with projections and whatnot, and that's more for 
the kids kids you know not for us as older people but like maybe the, the kid is like oh yeah cool i love projection me i'm like hey it's cool but then i just i just look away because it's the same projection all right keith get us out of this yes so that's basically you know disney trying just different things you know with different attractions and you know who knows what they'll be uh doing in the future and uh speaking of the future that's going to be our next episode oh what nice segue there keith ghost of christmas future and on the next show, we're going to discuss what uh, COVID hijacked, you know, Christmas um, items that you can't see currently in, in the parks. And then we're going to t- take a look at the future of, you know, Christmas at Disney World and do a little imagineering and kind of think what, you know, Disney's going to have in uh, years to come. I think we just did Juwan the Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like Juwan. That's a whole show right there. Juwan the Christmas, baby. This is, yeah. Christmas. We're, we're going to imagine the Chris, uh, I'm imagine yeah. Christmas or the holiday season over at, well, at Disney World. Damn you work right. on that, I'll work on the grunge. There you go. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what are you two guys going to do? What were y'all guys going to do? I'm going to do the Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you free tampons. <laughs> Put tampons in your stocking. <laughs> in my doll. <laughs> yes. I'm going to redo Dino Christmas Party. Oh, you're all about oh. the Christmas party. I'm going to have my ex-girlfriend come out and help me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh shoot! My car's stuck. That dinosaur is called to eat a lot of lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, what are you gonna make, man? What am I gonna make? I don't know. I have to think about it. So yeah, well, we got some time. Got yeah, some time. Got yeah. next week. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Well, man, thanks for letting us know about the Ghost of Christmas Present. And lots of information. Make sure you guys stay tuned and subscribe for the Ghost of Christmas Future. And if you want to get in touch with us to share your opinions or your experiences. That took place in the holiday season at whatever Disney park you attended. Uh, we're going to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a little bit. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion. If you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you will find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us in the following ways to share your opinions and your holiday stories in the parks. You can shoot us an email at showupmagicarway.com, leave us a voicemail via our speak pipe window on our homepage, or you can call or send us a text message. Yes, I did today. Text us at 1 815 MoWeekend. That's 1 815 MoWeekend 6694226. And of course, we have a couple guys do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Liefeld here, Deadpool, Cable, X Force, Domino. Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out ivorycomics.com. That's right, you. Check out ivorycomics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, the Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out, experience it for yourself, and you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics, Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com, comic book guru, Eli Ivory, the whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com right now. Lightfield out. That's right. You heard that guru talk about another guru. That is me. Yes, sir. 
You can always check out the work that Who I the have. guru? I the guru. You the guru? What for true? Oh, what that the, guru do? Yeah, that guru do all that good stuff you see do. <laughs> Got your Google? What's that voodoo the guru do? <laughs> he do all that. He do good savages. Read that for free. Project Gage, you check that out. Bolly be there, you can check that out. There's a link to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You get all that. That's what we do. All about that for you. Yeah, but that do. Well, what? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also find me on Facebook.com. You like Jairus, as long as you're a real person. How do to you? But if you're bot, skippy dappity do to you, I would say. Um, Project Gation, you can check that out. Facebook.com slash Project Gation. Instagram right there. Posting up the likes and everything like that. EIV504, you can find me there. And of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock1066. So if you appreciate the madness, you just bring me the gladness. Thank you very much. And if you want to book a vacation at some point to visit any of these parks, to view their holiday decorations, you can do so through Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this. You still got time. You got about two or three weeks, and you can get out there and see that Christmas stuff. That's see what right. the, the ghost of Christmas present for yourself. Call Lee and ask for that Danny special. That's right. Call me and be like, I want to go tomorrow. And be like, <laughs> damn it. All right, let's, let's go. It'll be $5,000. <laughs> no call my wife and cancel dinner plans. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Guess my Taco Bell is going to be eating cold tonight. <laughs> but... Uh, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-FLOCK-YOU, buddy. <laughs> 832-FLKYOU. <laughs> you can email me at lee at magicourway.com. Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Instagram, you can find me at you got a friend in Lee Travel. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Flockavica! Waka Flocka. Like a rocker. And Professor X, man, is there any place you want the listeners to find you if they want to follow your happenings and stuff? Uh, they could find me on Twitter at Disney Thanksgiving. Disney Thanksgiving. Oh, man, you got to change that, dude. It's got to be. I change it to Disney Holiday. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Holodude. Oh! Disney Holodude. You better run there out and go. trademark that. I got to go do Top that right, right now. Right. Talk about a dude. Talk about a holodude. <laughs> Yeah, but thanks for coming up on the show, man, and uh, we're looking forward to having you at least uh, once a month on this show, just to kind of give us some history and happenings and a, a week off, about. a week <laughs> off, yeah, all that. There you go. It's gonna be awesome, man. I definitely appreciate it. So we're looking forward to our next show uh, when we do the Ghost of Christmas feature. And look, guys, uh, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicarway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Army Podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, Mohegans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out! I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end Peanut up with Peanut butter tacos. and grape jingle jam. <laughs> In addition to my 12 pairs of shoes, I also pack Mad Hatter Radio <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in my suitcase. Those are your emergency Mad Hatter Radio shoes. Emergency Mad Hatter Radio shoes. <laughs> when I want to listen to Mad Hatter Radio, I make sure to change my shoes to my Mad Hatter shoes.